If you're looking for character, space, and mood, the Juliana Deluxe Chorus Vibrato and the Mako D1 Series High Fidelity Echo Machine from Walrus Audio are for you. about how much do you learn these things note for note and how important is it to you to have this be played accurately. I heard there was a time when you quit a band because uh, the drummer was not playing accurately enough for you. <laughs> well, the, the, the first band I was in, we tried to do DOA. Alice comes in on the upbeat, you know, the one and two and three and four, band, and my poor thankless drummer that I was in the band with when I was 11, he kept hitting on on the downbeat, and I yeah. was so disgusted. Like, how can you? Cause, cause at, at that at that point, you know, as a, when when you're into music as a teenager, the amount of listens that you give a piece of music is is you know, I, I would listen to things you know hundreds and thousands of times. You know, it, it didn't occur to me that someone else might not have listened to the song ten thousand times and didn't know it so in and out that they you know they would make a an error like that. Uh, since then, I've come to appreciate <laughs> that not everybody has heard a piece of music a million times. But that's uh, that was what happened. So I had I quit that band. You know, found another one. And then actually, the next band I was in, I don't think we played any Van Halen because the, the singer didn't like it. So I had, I had to wait a bit before I played Van Halen again with, with, with my friends. But I, I, have, I have to say, in terms of like playing vocals on guitar, that's my hobby lately. And one of my favorite singers to copy is Dave Lee Roth. On the guitar. Yeah, on the guitar. Because Dave has all these amazing, you know, out of the world, you know. So I was thinking about Van Halen too, and I kind of went through the record listening to it from a, from a vocals perspective. And a lot of the melody is relatively simple. You know, you get like, uh, you know, if I go to if I go to uh, DOA, you know. And all the focus down in the summer day. You know, it's it's, it's real. I mean, it's stylish. I love it, but it's it's not like that much of a melody to to glom onto. But beautiful girls. It's pretty good, and I'm trying to think. Maybe you can remember. There's a. It almost reminds me of like this the disco funk bass line because the line. You know, <laughs> I've seen that swing and that. Dun, 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 or dun, 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 dun. Is that like a bass line to some famous disco song? That, that I mean, it sounds me like something. You know? It sounds like one of those kind of things that would be a standardized accompaniment from something like that. And like I, a, like I would a, imagine... Like a Casey and the Sunshine Band hit or something. I can't think of it. Anyway. Yeah, well, Dave was always very much a big proponent of getting some of these danceable type of rhythms and other things that he was interested in. And the attitude and the swagger that he brought to this stuff was not really coming from being a traditional melodic lead vocalist. It was like being an athlete mixed with a little bit of a Broadway show tune, you know? Well, the, the, the thing I love about Dave, too, is, is just like Eddie, his vibrato is amazing. And to sort of copy his stuff on guitar, you know, I, I started going through a couple, you know, yesterday I was like... 
top of the world. I got. It's such good stuff, and the phrasing is, is he's like behind the beat a little bit. Yeah, he's he's got a great feel. But what about, here's a request. Maybe you will be able to pull this one out from nowhere, but the vocal ad-lib from Running With The Devil. God damn it, baby, no, I ain't lying to you. I'm only going to tell you one time. That's one of the hardest ones because it's one note. Yeah. Well, I, I got to get to it because it's like... That's, that's the mountain to climb. That's the, that's the Mount Everest of vocal lines. Well, but what's so cool is that most people, when they're learning a Van Halen song or learning the guitar part, and now you're learning the lead vocal inflections of David Lee Roth on the guitar, which is a, a totally different approach to learning the music. And I think that's pretty cool right there. Well, and, and there's a real similarity. I mean, having gone through the, you know, the school of Van Halen and, and learned Eddie, you know, tried, to, you know, to get to get a, a grip on Eddie's vibrato and Eddie's phrasing, Roth has got a lot of that sound in his voice. If you ever, you being like everybody in the world, if you ever feel like, oh, I'm a little depressed or I'm down, I need to be cheered up, get an isolated track of David Lee Roth singing Beautiful Girls, put it in the Amazing Slow Downer, and just work on it for like a half an hour, and you're going to be so cheered up <laughs> by hearing what's, what's the one where he goes, "I'm snapping little papa, going to keep your papa happy and company me." Yeah, you know. The <laughs> And immediately, you got a big grin on your face. You don't need Prozac. Just listen to David Lee Roth by himself and then try to get it on your guitar. You'll you'll have a good day. We've been talking a little bit about how the sound of the band is, is captured, but let's go in a different direction for a second. If you had the chance to work with Van Halen in the studio and to do something different with them and say, hey, we have an open canvas, like a Pink Floyd record or a Sgt. Pepper's or something, Thing, what would be the kind of things that would be interesting to you? Like, what would you like to hear happen? The first time I met Eddie, I mean, actually, maybe it's the only time I met Eddie, was um, he was kind enough to invite me over to 5150. So I went to the studio, and this was right when Sammy was out of the band. And I think Ed was trying to convince himself that that was a good move. And by convincing himself, he was trying to convince me. So he was like, hey, man, you know, check out this recording that we did with Sammy, and he played me an unreleased Van Halen track, and we you know, listened to it for a couple minutes, and I, th- I thought it was great. And then he said, yeah, 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 that's all right. But he said, now check this out. And then he played me the same tune, 
but instead of Sammy's vocal, it was Ed's guitar doing the melody. And it was in the category of like what Joe Satriani does, where it, you know, the, the guitar is basically the lead vocal taking on that role. And I haven't heard Eddie do that a lot. You know, he always plays with the singer, and the singer does the melody and then hands it off to Ed for the solo. And Eddie, had, you know, of course, has unaccompanied stuff. But he typically plays the role of the guitar player, you know, the, the way he does, impeccably. So this was the first time I heard Eddie in the role of a lead vocalist, and it was amazing. It was, it was just awesome. I, I, and I, was, I was blown away, and I'm just like, man, you know, I'd love to hear a record of that. So uh, that's the thing. I would, I would just say, you know, Eddie, either write some stuff or pick some covers, and you be the lead singer on, on your guitar. You know, I've heard you do it. I know you can. Running with the Dweezil is found exclusively at DweezilZappa.com, a reward music-powered artist site.